0: The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
1: It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the huge show across Michigan, presented by Copper Craft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team, the Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka Can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of Blue Raspberry Lemonade. This special limited edition canned cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. It is a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan presented by Coppercraft Distillery.
0: What's up,
1: Michigan? It is our number three on a Honolulu Blue Friday presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer in a moment. Jeremy Reisman, one of the great opinion makers when it comes to the Lions in the NFL from Pride of Detroit. He'll join us. We'll talk about the regular season finale this weekend in downtown Detroit against Minnesota. And we'll talk playoffs. Yeah, we're talking playoffs. If you have a Lions comment or question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Let's go talk about the Lions. Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit, is standing by in the roast Coffee guest line. What's up, my man? Not too much, man. How are you doing? Happy Friday. Yeah, you know I'm trying to get everything in the rearview mirror off the end of that Cowboys game, but the more I look at the playoff picture online, the more I break it down. That is a tough one to shake, Jeremy. It really is.
2: Yeah, no question, and and you know we're almost a full week in the rearview mirror, and and yeah, I think you know the the one seed was always kind of a, a long shot, and and you know. I, I, I don't. I don't think the Forty ers were going to lose either their two remaining games. They might, might end up losing this week, but obviously, situation is different. But yeah, that two seed certainly would would feel pretty nice. It was kind of right there within their grasp, especially with a, a Vikings team coming in this week that isn't playing their best football right now. Is kind of you know maybe had all the the energy ripped out of them last week, and so you know they'd be in a, a win, and you're in on the two seed situation right now if they had won that game, and to have it ripped out in a way that was so. Unique and frustrating and, you know, the NFL continues to dig their heels in, which I think continues to make the matter even more frustrating for Lions fans. So, yeah, it's hard not to at least think about it a little bit this week as Lions head into a relatively meaningless game because of that uh, um, result.
1: I don't know if the rah-rah chip on your shoulder mantra works as much in the NFL unless you're turning around and playing that team really quick, which the Lions could Uh, in the playoffs, but uh, let's move ahead and think about this team and where they're at right now, because the one thing I took from that game that I wanted to see, based on the Cowboys just hammering everybody at home this year, is that I wanted that to have the feel of a playoff game, and you know what? It did start to finish.
2: Question, and I guess maybe that's the positive spin. you you pull on all this situation is, are the line, Do the Lions really need to be that scared if they have to go to Dallas in, in a couple of weeks in that divisional round? Probably not anymore, right? They, they certainly are going to have the confidence that they can hang with the Cowboys. They have the evidence that they can hang with the Cowboys. And now they have a little bit of, a, of that chip on your shoulder, as you, you mentioned. And I'm kind of with you. I'm not sure if, if that's a real thing or not or if that really helps. Um, I think we tend to just kind of attribute that to if, if the lines win that game it's oh because they had a chip on their shoulder if they lose that game it's probably like ah oh, they weren't focused enough they were too f- focused on revenge and, and all this sort of stuff and so um, yeah all those intangibles are kind of silly but but yeah I, that, that performance against Dallas I think you know we're, we're not talking more of moral victories or anything like that but you held a Dallas team that was scoring an average of 40 points a game at home to half that, to 20. And that's a huge deal for a Lions defense that has a lot of question marks. For them to hold Dak Prescott relatively in check, I know he still had 300 yards, and I know CeeDee Lamb had the game he did, but outside of that one huge 92-yard play, I think the Lions pass defense was actually surprisingly good in that game, and that has to be a confidence booster to fans. It's probably a confidence booster to some of the players out there. And I think it's showing that there's a little bit of a defensive turnaround happening in this last month of the season. And and that's what you want to see. You want to see this team trending in the right direction as they head into the playoffs. And I think on the defensive side of the ball, you can say that they are.
1: Jeremy from proud of Detroit joining us on the roast over coffee guest line here in the huge show across Michigan. You can look at this season and I, I don't think I'm saying anything that most won't feel or don't feel is that the Lions, to me, have been a better team on the road. And I don't know if that's because you're young and you get on the plane and you're in the team hotel and you're on the buses and uh, you're away from family and friends, but you you can check the boxes on big wins this year. And I'm trying to think, well, what's the biggest home victory? Seriously, what is it?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I wonder, what, yeah, in, in terms of like, most impressive, i don't I don't know if there's really a great one out there. You know, I, I think the the Raiders game was a big one in that you know it was bouncing back from that Ravens game. It was probably their best front to back performance they've really had all season in terms of just utterly dominating a Raiders team that was not that good. I mean, Broncos, I guess maybe is is maybe the other one. Yeah. That Broncos team
1: was, was hot, right? That That would be it. That would be it to me. I agree with you. I was going to say Raiders Monday night or Broncos because they needed the bounce back after Chicago. That was really a must win situation. I'll go the Saturday night game against the Broncos.
2: Yeah. I think that makes sense too, because remember that we can say what we want about the Broncos now, but at the time they had won six of the last seven games. Their, their defense was really, really hot. And, and, for the Lions to go out there and, and hang, what was it, forty-two on them or whatever it was, um, that was their best overall performance this week and or this year. And and yeah, you're right. It was it was a needed game considering there were some people questioning whether this team was going to lose their grasp on the division, maybe even lose their grasp on on a playoff spot at that point. And so that feels like kind of a pivot point um, where they pulled themselves out of the hole there, and, and we're seeing them playing better football since.
1: And you look at getting guys back; it kind of gives a fresh start, a, a second wind. Again, we can use every sports cliche in the book, Jeremy. But CJ coming back, Houston coming back, uh, Bugs got picked up by the Chiefs on their practice roster, but playoff ready again. The visual and the results outside of you know the officials robbing them; they were there uh, against Dallas. Their track record on the road this year shows they can go anywhere in the playoffs and take it into the fourth quarter. So let's talk about guys getting healthy and not really the impact on a regular season finale that means nothing against the Vikings on Sunday, but I'm talking and looking ahead to the playoffs.
2: Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it right there, CJ Gardner-Johnson's probably the biggest name. It's it's kind of weird. He's walking into a weird situation here where you know, obviously Fatou Mellifan was playing really, really good football right now, and I think they like Kirby Joseph a lot, so I'm not sure that T.J. Gardner johnson walks into the lineup and then suddenly a starter that is playing 100% of the snaps, I think they'll probably split between those guys a bunch. That's kind of what the, the word out of Allen Park is here this week. Um, but, like, don't don't sleep on Ali McNeil coming back. You know, he's only missed a month. He's only missed four games. But he's a guy, pretty, pretty much one of the only guys on the team that can provide some interior pass rush. Despite the fact that he missed four games, he still is second in the team in sacks. And pressures, so um, that's you know considering the lines have found a little bit that, that have worked in terms of pressure and, and and getting interceptions and all that defensive turnaround. Getting Aleem and C.J. Gardner back, Gardner Johnson back uh, is going to definitely provide a big boost. I'm not as big on the return of uh, of James Houston, and the only reason I say that is because this kid hasn't played in four months, and I, he's not going to play this week. So he you know he's going to have to shake off the rust in the middle of a playoff game, and so. I don't know if the Lions are going to trust him to have, you know, like 15 20 snaps when it's going to be his first game in, in you know, since September. Um but, you know, if the Lions get deeper and deeper into the playoffs, that's when I think James Houston could have maybe a bigger and bigger impact because they could certainly use the pass rush too.
1: Stafford in the Rams, it's lurking there. It really comes down to it looks like the Packers or the Eagles to the Lions or Packers or the Rams uh, right. to the Lions. Uh, one of those two, I again, anything can happen it is the NFL and any given game but yeah i just can't get over with that stafford versus golf uh, that that will have to be the saturday night national game or the monday night game if that's the case
2: yeah i mean it it, it almost feels like fate at this point with just the the incredible storylines that that are going to be there stafford playing his first playoff game in ford field <laughs> and and obviously all the stuff with um, Jared Goff, too, right? I mean, I know Jared Goff has already had his game against the Rams in L.A., but this is kind of a whole another beast because the whole reason that they moved on from him in L.A. is that he couldn't win the big games in the playoffs. He wasn't the guy that was going to take him to the Super Bowl. So I think um, pretty huge week for him if if that's what it ends up being as well. And um, not to mention, it's also just kind of like a really good matchup. I think the, the Rams are kind of a fascinating team that's coming on strong here at the end of the last at the end of the season, one of the best passing offenses in the league against one of the best overall offenses in the league in, in the Lions. So um, it would actually, I, I think, be a legitimately good football game outside of all of the crazy narratives that, that are going to be in Detroit for, for the next week or so. You
1: know, the question is, too, when, when you're looking at this final game and you already have playoff spots locked up, and I'll even talk about the Rams mm-hmm. uh, and the Niners that we mentioned, and you look at the Lions, you know Dan Campbell said he's going to play his starters and I was thinking he was going for two three times at the end against the Cowboys because he's going to use this as a rest week that that's a that's a pivotal coaching decision here that if McVay or whoever it is uh that's coming in if they have a team with a lot of rest and the Lions play their starters I'm still trying to figure that out what's your take on that
2: yeah i'm I'm kind of with you I, I don't I don't love the idea of not at least giving you know like Ra, Jared Goff Aiden Hutchinson, and giving those guys some rest just because they've first of all they've earned it those are some of the hardest working players on the team and, and second of all yeah i just I don't view this game as that important um, that said, I think you, you i mean I think it would look pretty foolish as well like if the lions somehow get the help that they need if if somehow the Cowboys lose to Washington if somehow the Eagles lose to the Giants well, you just rested all your starters and gave away the, the second seed. And that, you know, the difference between the two seed and the three seed is big enough where I think um, it warrants at least some discussion about trying even as as much of a long shot as it is. Whereas, you know, with the Rams, the six versus seven seed doesn't really matter. Um, you're not going to get a home playoff game either way. Two versus three seed is, is the difference between one playoff game and, and two guaranteed home playoff games, obviously, if you win your first one. So, I, I get it from Dan Campbell, and 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 I'm not going to bury him for for making this decision, but at the same time, it's probably not the decision I would make just because of how long, shot, how much of a long shot it is for those other two um, outcomes to happen. And unfortunately for for Dan, the, the Cowboys game and the and the uh, Eagles game are both at 4:30 or 4:25 or whatever, so he's not going to know the outcome of those games. So it's not like. You know, if one game is going one way, he can start pulling his starters in the second half. He's just going to have to play his starters throughout the entire game and, and, and try to win it.
1: Because the Rams are going to rest Stafford, uh, Aaron Donald, uh, Cooper Cup, uh, Kyron Williams, Ernest Jones are going to rest uh, most of their marquee players, which is interesting because you're looking at the Rams and, and, and uh, you know, the Packers uh, can sneak in. Uh, It's going to be really, you know, because you're McVay and you're like, would you rather go to Detroit or would you rather go to Dallas or Philly? Right. I it's it's that chess here at the end with these coaches versus rest and playing your players. I think as I digested it the last couple of days that what he's doing is playing his starters. Got to go out and win that game just in case something happens in the late games. You don't want people screaming, well, if you would have played your starters, you could have had the two seed, right? Right.
2: Oh yeah. I think that's exactly, I think, I think you'd look, you'd look foolish if that were to happen. Again, I don't think it's going to happen. Dallas is, I think a 13 or a 14 point favorite this week, but um, yeah, you got to cover yourself there. And and, I mean, I, I get the, you don't want your guys to get injured and all that sort of stuff. Of course you don't want any of that sort of stuff, but it's, it's football. It's, You know, you were you earned this luxury of even having the option um, to rest your starters because you've played so well. And so, if I I think you kind of have to honor the coach's decision there, even if you might not agree with it, I think I think you can certainly understand it. Just with the two seed technically still available there, you want to do everything you can to put your team in the best position to, to make a deep playoff run. And two potential home playoff games is is a
1: big deal. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit. You can follow him on Twitter, Pride of Detroit. Facebook, Twitter, online, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line, talking uh, Lions Minnesota this weekend and the playoff setup uh, right now. Uh, Pro Bowl was nice to the Lions. And NFLPA, I, this is something, I don't know if it's new, where they pick who they thought you know the players do, the defensive coordinator of the year. And it was interesting that Aaron Glenn got it.
2: Yeah, yeah. So the way that works is it's, it's a survey where they're asking their – own players to basically grade their coaching staff. And so um, the Lions players essentially gave Aaron Glenn the best grade of any coordinator, not just offensive, defensive, special teams, of any coordinator. No one got higher marks than, than Aaron Glenn from his own teammates. And, um, you know, if you talk to any of, of the players in this locker room, like you'd understand that they, they have such an immense, immense amount of respect for the guy you know, he played 10 years in the league. He, he's, a, he's a pro bowler. Um, he knows what they're all going through, and he can be tough on them at times, and that's kind of what we've heard this week. is like He's a guy that can be very tough on them, but you you respect that, and, he, and he's never over the top. He's never disrespectful in, in any sort of way. He's just he, he's hard on them because he cares for them, because he knows what they're going through. And so um, I think that speaks a lot to his leadership. I think it speaks a lot to his ability as a potential head coaching candidate. In fact, that's why the NFL... PA even put it out. They said, we want these coordinators to kind of be highlighted and celebrated before we get to this coaching carousel right around the corner here. So I think, you know, this, this could boost his stock a little bit. And, and you know, an owner that, that can see how, how good of a leader he is. You, you may have questions about how he runs a defense and his play calling and his scheme and all that sort of stuff, but I don't think there's anything that, that, that's questioning Aaron Glenn's leadership, and, and that was a good way of highlighting it.
1: And you see that on the sidelines uh, when there's a big play. He'll be the first guy chest bumping, jumping up uh, with yeah. the players. You know, I, I'm trying to not play the devil's advocate here, but there are so many great stories from this season, beginning with that opening win at Kansas City, that I'm, I'm trying to figure out the negatives on this year, on the field, off the field, you know, maybe getting embarrassed by, the Packers on Thanksgiving Day, but then they always find a way to bounce back. I, it really is tough to see any negative veins on the field or off the field right now with this team and the organization.
2: Yeah, no, I mean the vibes. The vibes are very good right now because, you, as you said, it like they, this team did have a midseason lull. They had a, a situation where you know you you lose to the Packers, you lose to the Bears a couple weeks later, and, and suddenly you're like, well this This team isn't necessarily the team that I think it they are and and there are still people that that say that you know they they do only have one win against a team with their winning record if if you if you you know parse apart their their schedule and and you look at um some of the opponents that they have and haven't beaten, but at the same time you know they've beaten a lot of eight and eight teams they've beaten a lot of seven and nine teams, so like they're right there and if they hadn't beaten those teams, they would have winning records and so um, yeah, the, the, the vibes are really good. I would say that maybe the only source of anxiety or, or fear really comes from the fact that I think the rest of this division is starting to play good football. And, and 2024, I think, is going to be a very different outlook on the NFC. It's not going to be as easy for Detroit to kind of walk their way in, into a division title. Um, but, you know, no no reason to worry about that yet. Um, the Lions still have everything this season in front of them. And I, I, I think the game in Dallas last week proves that they can pretty much hang with anyone in this conference, which means – sky's kind of the limit over the next month and that's uh, that's something to not only be excited about but, but that should be the primary focus and not exactly what the future of this division holds.
1: Yeah, wins at Kansas City, at Tampa, at Green Bay, should have had a win at Dallas, uh, took care of business to win the NFC North uh, in Minneapolis which hasn't been easy for anybody even with Cousins gone. Uh, unbelievable season, not over yet, get the regular season wrap up this weekend against the Vikings and then We'll see who's coming to Detroit. Will it be Stafford? I I mean, man, the, the walk-up to that would just be uh, phenomenal. Or, you know, the Packers are playing with house money right now. If they get in, they have nothing to lose. They're still young with their quarterback and receivers. I love it that uh, we're talking Lions and NFC playoff runs and everything. It's just been a magical season. Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit. Follow him, Twitter. Uh, Facebook, online, their team, everything you need when it comes to Lions. Jeremy, as always, a great conversation, and enjoy that Vikings game. All right, sounds good. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, back at you. Jeremy Reisman checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Speaking of the Lions, how would you like to win Lomas Brown's Lions golf card? Now, this is a tricked-out golf cart uh, from Drew and his team at Impact Power Sports. Uh, They're on 14 Mile in Rockford, Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart uh, go-to dealer. And it's going to be a huge year uh, for everybody at Impact Power Sports. Uh, Now, here's what's happening. They've been awarded the Yamaha golf cart contract for the entire West Michigan area. They'll be offering new and new sales, service, and rentals at their Rockford location. They're also excited to announce that they'll be expanding the Impact brand to other locations throughout Michigan in the next coming months. And also, they've added an entire new outdoor power line for both residential and commercial lawn applications, including mowers, blowers, trimmers, trailers, and accessories with trusted brands like Echo, Country Clipper, Joystick, Moyers, or mowers, and Native Trailers, uh, to name a few. Also, they have their uh Avaton. Uh, e-bike line with an assortment of many different types of electric bikes and accessories to fit your every need. And now they partner with Lomas Round, what we said with the Lions golf cart, all you have to do is text IMPACT to 21000. And the huge show in the Michigan Sports Network, proud to partner with Drew and the crew at IMPACT Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford, Michigan's go-to destination for all your power toys and all your power needs. Now, if you want to meet Lomas Brown, he'll be at the Impact Power Sports booth at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit in Novi at Suburban Collection Showplace on Friday, January 12th. He'll be there two until 4 p.m. with that golf cart you could win by just texting Impact to 21000. We'll give that away at the Telemore Golf Resort, the huge golf event in the summer of 2024, which is this year. So stop by. The Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit, if you're going in Novi Suburban Collection Showplace. Huge show will be broadcasting live three until six in Novi, and Lomas will be there with that Lions golf cart. You could win exactly the same tricked-out golf cart he has. Make sure you text IMPACT to 21000 and stop by and meet Lomas Brown and myself Friday, January 12th at the Impact Power Sports booth at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit inside Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi.
0: From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge.
1: Time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top
3: flight. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The Lions have hung their NFC North Division championship banner inside Allen Park and the accolades just keep on rolling this week with five players selected to the Pro Bowl. Jalen Reeves-Maven on special teams, Aiden Hutchinson on defense, and Frank and rookie Sam Laporta on the offensive side. A whopping seven alternates, including quarterback Jared Goff, running backs Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery, wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown, guard Jonah Jackson, linebacker Alex Anzalone, and punt returner Khalif Raymond. A well-deserved job well done by all of those men representing the Detroit Lions, and of course to the man doing the grocery shopping to put this recipe together, General Manager Brad Holmes. What a testament to his work over the past three seasons.
1: Make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence,
4: bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your
1: getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for my friends from Urban U. They are one of Michigan's top med spas. So if you're looking for top shelf skin treatments, anti-aging body sculpting, and just overall skin wellness, Urban U can help you at one of their three West Michigan locations and also in downtown Northville on the east side of the state. Find out more at TheUrbanU.com. When was the last time you thought about your skin health and wellness? Like I said, skin treatments, anti-aging, body sculpting, wellness, Botox, and more. Let the professionals help you at Urban U. Four locations in West Michigan. Downtown Grand Rapids, NAPS Corner. Also in Rockford, their Waxology just north of GR. And you'll find an Urban U in Northville. If you want to discover everything they can do to help your skin wellness, go to TheUrbanU.com.
0: Kick off the new year with great deals at Meyer, Like buy one, get one free select vitamins. And hand weights are buy one, get one 50% off. Plus, active fitness recovery products are 20% off. Start the year off right and get everything you need for a healthier you in one stop at Meijer. And pay the same low Meijer prices no matter how you shop, in-store, or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meijer app. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: We are back on the huge show across Michigan. Friday edition with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. Lions wrap up the regular season Sunday against the Vikings. Mike Kimber, Mike Rowe, Mike on YouTube. Also Mike part of the Lions Nation. Uh, Unite with Herman Moore. He's standing by on the roast umber coffee guest sign. And uh, Mike, the magical run continues in terms of the Lions preparing for the playoffs. I believe the Dallas game is in the rearview mirror. There's nothing... Uh, they can do. So what do you expect Sunday against Minnesota?
4: I fully expect the Detroit Lions players to come out there and play with a passion. I think it's going to be a very emotional game for them after what occurred with the Dallas Cowboys game. They probably want to come out and assert their dominance on both sides of the football, the line of scrimmage there in the offensive and defensive line. Players were talking all week about how irritated and frustrated they were. Aiden Hutchinson, St. Brown, uh, players uh, posting on social media. I fully expect them to come in this attitude where it's kind of Detroit versus everybody and show that they can be a team that can beat the Dallas Cowboys and or the Philadelphia Eagles. Go out there on Sunday and absolutely dominate. Now the thing is, is, how long are the starters going to be in the game? That will be a question mark there.
1: How long, uh, if you're Dan Campbell, how long would you play your starters Sunday?
4: Me personally, I would probably do a half. That's the route that I would go if Dan Campbell, I'm going to assume he probably plays him all the way to the fourth quarter give them that they, they want to still have that, that heat on them and continue to win and, and show out. But players who are injured or just dinged up probably will not be playing in this game just to be on the cautious side, like a Jamison Williams who dinged up his ankle for the Dallas Cowboys game.
1: So when you look at the playoff tree and the possibilities, it really seems like it's the Rams or the Packers in Detroit for that first ever playoff game. At Ford Field, what's a better fit for the Lions to advance to the second round of the playoffs, Green Bay or L.A.?
4: When I look at both teams, I actually think a better fit for the Detroit Lions would probably be the Rams. We're good against quarterbacks who generally stand in the pocket. And we have issues with the mobile quarterbacks. If you look what the Rams are, obviously they got Matthew Stafford, right? He's not a Lamar Jackson type or someone that's going to consistently get out of the pocket and try to extend the play. I think that's a better fit for the Detroit Lions from there, even though obviously we're going to have all the headlines, Stafford return to Detroit. But from a, a scheme perspective, I think this defense could do really good against that type of offense.
1: So when you look at the Lions and they seem to be postseason ready, playoff ready, whatever you want to call it, start to finish in the Cowboys game, uh, what is missing from them going straight through the NFC to Vegas in the Super Bowl or do they have everything they need?
4: They don't have everything they need. Obviously they need some help from the defense, right? And you need another pass rusher, maybe a, a cornerback, but if you look at the other defenses, they're huge. Dallas Cowboys, we literally just face them. We can beat them. The Philadelphia Eagles defense is struggling. It's San Francisco that's probably the more complete football team, so they need to get a little bit more pressure if you want to compete with that team. I mean, they got a great offensive line over there for San Francisco. They know how to run the football. I, I think we can stop and slow down their run with run CNC uh, but I think we'll have an issue getting to the quarterback consistent basis but look I think this team has a legit shot to make a run I don't think there's that much of a difference when you look at the Cowboys and the Eagles and the Lions I think the Lions probably are better of those teams it's just San Francisco right there is probably the most complete
1: Cowboys game showed me they're ready to make a run I'll say that even with all the drama at the end and the ridiculous call by Allen uh, that they are they are ready for a run. Because nobody, nobody this year has played the way the Lions have against the Cowboys in Dallas. Nobody.
4: Nobody. And what really impressed me about this game is how the defense played. They were mixing their defensive schemes up. Futu Malfanu continues to be a game changer. And they held the Dallas Cowboys to 20 points, something that Dallas was averaging 40 they literally cut them down by one half at their house. I was really impressed with this defense. I think we know this offense. Sometimes it can struggle, but we know the the extent and the ceiling of this offense. It could be great. It was more the question of can the defense step up? And they stepped up against a really good offense. The, the Cowboys' offense is really good. Top three nearly in every statistical category. And they did a phenomenal job sacking Dak Prescott and holding down a lot of these weapons, excluding C.D. Lamb, they did a really good job. Like you, if, even though we lost, and it stinks, it really showed me that this team is not a fluke. It's not a joke. They can compete with anybody.
1: I agree. Uh, that's what I took from uh, the trip to Dallas. Mike Kimber, Micro Mike, Mike on YouTube, part of the Lions Nation Unite uh, with Herman Moore joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. Before I let you go, what's your prediction on the Lions and the Vikings on Sunday?
4: I got the Detroit Lions winning this game. I feel like Minnesota kind of hung it up a little bit if you watch the Packers game. I got the Lions winning 27-21, but I could see a situation where the Lions throw 40 on them just from an emotional standpoint. What occurred with the Dallas game, maybe they didn't want to put their dominance, but I fully expect the Detroit Lions victory here.
1: Michael, always appreciate your time here on the HUBE Show across Michigan. Oh, thank you so much. One pride. All right, there he goes. One pride. I like that. Uh, Mike Kimber, uh, micro Mike on YouTube, part of Lions Nation Unite. Is it Lions Nation or Nations? Yeah, Lions Nation Unite uh, that he does uh, with Herman Moore. You can search YouTube uh, for that. If you want to join in on this Honolulu Blue Friday presented by Coppercraft Distillery, I'm telling you right now, uh, the greatest game day beverages at Honolulu Blue, Blue Raspberry Lemonade, Vodka, and the Honolulu Blue and Silver Cans. Available in stores all across Michigan, Ask for it at your local bar, restaurant, or pub. It's produced by our friends from Coppercraft Distillery. They're based in Holland, Michigan, on the west side of the state with our affiliate WHTC. So when you're celebrating a victory or getting set for a Lions game or any game, nothing beats a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery.
0: Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net
1: We are back inside the leadership locker room. Bill Simonson with Greg Harris. He has his book Sage Advice which covers leadership and all the principles necessary to run a business own a business and be a part of of a successful business and he joins us back in the locker room how you doing my man
5: bill great to see you today
1: all right let's talk about sage advice which now is available on amazon people can get it wherever they uh download their books or buy them but uh let's give a thumbnail version of what sage advice is all about
5: i think it came down for me bill i'm not a self-made person and most of us aren't people had influence mentors coaches are we coachable uh, the wisdom they have that we can pass on I thought to myself, I'm gonna write it and I'm gonna interview a lot of folks. My parents, my grandparents really gave me some great nuggets of truth to live by. And I share them with the audience. It's a fascinating book. It's a little embarrassing because I didn't heed all of their advice all the time. I'm not perfect. But the book itself is a pretty much a celebration of honoring your elders and adhering to some wisdom they earned.
1: Greg Harris, Sage Advice. If people wanna read this book, uh, the online version, uh, I assume they get a paperback. Uh, mm-hmm. Where do they go to get sage advice?
5: You can go to MaximizeLeadership.com.
1: MaximizeLeadership.com. Or
5: you can go to Amazon and put in the sage advice, Greg Harris, Oh, it pops up number you, you, one.
1: You now, you can get delivered by the
5: Amazon truck. I can even do it in my Suburban if, if, if it's really good.
1: Amazon's using those EV vehicles. I don't do EV. You no. can't hear them coming. No, no, they're sneaky. They're sneaky. Knock, knock. What's there? I got you sage advice from Greg Harris. Here's Sage Advice. I'll give you Sage Advice. Put some don't, gas. Don't buy Put an EV. Some gas <laughs> in that van. <laughs> Again, look for the book, Sage Advice. Greg Harris joins us in the leadership locker room here on the Huge Show Across Michigan.
5: Welcome to the Drew
1: World Order. Drew Hill, Friday, January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino. There's a party on this hill. Same show, the soulful bad boy r and
6: genuine.
1: Ride the pony for a two-stepping good time. Tickets start at $45 and are on sale now at the box office or online at etix.com. Genuine. Drew Hill. Friday, January 26th at Sorry Evil Casino. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to Mr. Car Wash com or stop by your local mr car wash location here in michigan for the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass go to mr car
5: they say consistency is the key to success they weren't wrong so how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth consistently refreshing and consistently light
1: Go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, from the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort and find out what's going on in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. How you doing, Timmy?
6: Man, I am enjoying the day, Bill. Uh, Made it through the New Year's. Everybody had a blast. Everybody had fun. I appreciate you coming out. And now we're in January, and we got January fortunes to talk about. Every Friday in January from 3 to 10 p.m., four winners each hour from 3 to 10. we we'll get a chance to select a lucky fortune cookie, I should say, and win a cash and or premium play. Uh, you can win up to $5,000 in cash and or premium play. So that's a whole lot of fun right there. And hopefully uh, you get that 5000 And I'm speaking to everybody that's listening, of course. And, then, of course, our... Our winter blitz is happening Saturdays in January. Our truck giveaway, the way that works from 5 to 11 p.m., you can win your share of $170,000 in cash and prizes every hour. From 5 to 11, two Lucky Access Club members, which is absolutely free. All you've got to do is show up, give us your ID, and we'll get you hooked up. Win $2,000 in cash. Uh, if a, if a drawn winner doesn't claim their prize, so you hear Bill's name and he doesn't go up and get that, uh, we'll hold it over to the next drawing until it is claimed, so a chance to get even more money. And then uh, January 27th, write that down, 11 p.m., 11 p.m., January 27th, giveaway 2024 GMC Sierra uh, uh, pickup. So it's going to be great. Uh, it's a great package put onto that truck, and uh, everybody would be happy to win a brand-new truck. I know I would coming into the new year. That makes it a whole lot of fun. And then we get back to entertainment uh, Monday that's right. Monday. Write this down. The 8th. Three Kings Entertainment Hall. Only $25. Hold on, you're talking too
1: fast. I'm writing it down. Hey,
6: know it, right? $25. That's it. Come see the Three Kings. So, Elvis. Uh, Elvis tribute in the ET Hall. It's huge. It's filling up quick. Make sure you come. I'm really excited about this one. I'm a big Elvis guy. I got the
1: hair. I like Elvis. I'm getting, I'm getting a hand cramp right now writing everything down. <laughs> you better don't, don't stop Don't stop with the three kings, buddy We got more to
6: go We got Roots and Boots The tour, you know you, you, If you're in the country uh, That's some serious country music right there uh, With the boys Sammy Kershaw, Colin Ray, and Aaron Tippett And then uh, the 26th We got Drew Hill and Johnny What a great uh, man R&B is at it yeah, right here at uh, Mount Pleasant. So, Teresa Caputo live February 3rd. That's going to be a whole lot of fun. We're bringing back Murder Mysteries, everybody. Thursday, February 15th, 8 p.m. Uh, check that out. You go to the website and check that out. Jeff Foxworthy, February 16th. If you're into funny, that's our guy. in Pasta, I talk about it every night on the show. Uh, February 17th, great date night. I tell everybody, come on out. Drinks, entertainment, food, you can't go wrong. Peter Frampton, March 16th. April 27th, God Godsmack, uh, right here on our stage. It's going to be cool, the Vibes Tour. Uh, make sure you check that out. Get all the details on how that show goes down. 6th, May 4th, Chicago, May 25th. And then outdoors, August 9th, Leonard Skinner, ZZ Top. And then uh, Jason Aldean, August 16th. More to announce shortly. Uh, it's going to be another huge year here at Soaring Eagles, as it always is. Uh, we're doing it big. Eagle Casino and Sports. Ruth Chris Steakhouse, uh, entertainment, promotions, Bill. We got it. Tell everybody about it.
1: Yeah, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com. You want to get tickets for all the shows that Tim just talked about. Book your uh, getaway hotel, make reservations, whatever you need. SoaringEagleCasino.com. Follow them on Facebook. And also, if you're in the Midland Bay City Saginaw area listening on 100.9 FM, The MIT. Don't forget about the Sagin' Eagle's Landing Casino and Hotel in Standish. Timmy, we'll talk next week. My hand just it uncramped. I'm, I'm good hey, to go.
6: They, they, hey, thanks for hanging out New Year's. After
1: oh, God, Tim, you are the ultimate host, man. I, I'm being honest. You just, you have it. Uh, you're entertaining. You're personable. You're good on stage. And you introduced me to that beautiful violinist from Jersey. We'll be announcing our engagement momentarily, so I'll keep you posted, okay? Understood. Appreciate you, man. Yeah. Thanks. Have a great day, buddy. He's like, is he moving in on my territory? Is he moving in? What's going on? Good man, Tim McCullough. Hey, as we end this week in this show, I wanted to pay a tribute to the late Jerry Wilkins. Now, Derek Wilkins is... An in-law with Johnny Brand Sr. and Sandy Brand. And I've gotten to know Derek over the last 20 plus years. Great man, a Canadian, worked a long time for Steelcase as an executive, traveled all over the country. And he wrote the obituary uh, for Jerry Wilkins, who passed away uh, during the holidays. And it's beautiful. And I want to I wanna end uh, a holiday week and a show with a tribute written by Derek Wilkins to his late wife, Jerry. He says, it is with a heavy heart that I share with all of you that my beloved wife, Jerry, passed away over the holidays after a long struggle with heart and lung disease. She is finally at peace. Jerry is survived by a very loving family, all of whom were with her at the end. Thank you to our daughter, Jennifer, and her husband, Lucas, and to our son, Jeff, and his wife, Jody, for their love and support. Jerry is survived by five grandchildren, Madison, Max, Ben, Jack, and Preston. She deeply loved our family, and we all loved our nanny. I met Jerry in Winnipeg, Manitoba. I walked into her office at the Selection 500 Personnel Agency, saw her big, beautiful blue eyes and curly hair, and the rest was history. We were married on May 5th, 1980, in Winnipeg, and experienced transfers to Calgary, Toronto, Detroit, and finally Grand Rapids, where we lived for the past 25 years. Jerry chose to be a stay-at-home mom for much of her married life and was actively involved as a PTA member, block watch leader, and a fierce advocate for our children. I couldn't have asked for a more kind, thoughtful, funny, and loving partner for over 43 years. After the tears have been wiped away, we are all left with very happy memories of a loving wife, parent, grandparent, sister, and friend. She will forever be in our hearts. I, haven't, I have never read a lot of obituaries written by a loved one. And that's Derek. He has a kind heart. Has a golf swing that every once in a while can go kaput. But he, he's a gentle man, always treated me with fairness, kindness, and those Canadians never lose their accent. It drives me nuts. You've lived in the States for how long? Lose it. But they like it, and so be it. But he did love Canada, but he loved America, and he loved his family. And he loved his wife. And that's the one thing, those two families, between Johnny, Sandy, Brand, Jody, Jeff, uh, all the grandkids, all of Johnny's kids, uh, they, they were a complete family, but two families in one. And I've always admired the love when you walk into a holiday, you walk into a party, a wedding reception, a celebration, watching a Michigan game. On the golf course, the love that they have for each other is eternal, real. And unfortunately, it takes a tragic moment for everybody to understand the love they have in their life. And Derek has lived a great life and had a great wife and God bless Jerry.
0: Big, bad, huge.